Welcome to another episode of Getting Strange with Stevie Moe. I am Stevie Moe, and I'm solo this week, so it's been a while since I've done a solo podcast. I'm sure you guys uh, have appreciated the hearing someone else for a change, although you know you're tuning into this one, so <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't know. I guess you don't come here to uh, enjoy podcasts. You just come here to enjoy uh, how much better your life is than mine, so hey, there's that. I, uh, man, dude, I've had a uh, wild couple weeks. Last episode I had was with Bobby, and that was a that was a fantastic episode. But uh, you know, I haven't got a chance to fill you guys in on a lot of a lot of shit that's happened. I mean, you know, since I did a solo podcast last two, holy shit, man, it's been it's been wild. Uh, you know, got to do uh, stand up a few times, which I'll get into. Uh, John Huber, um, aka Brody Lee, passed away. You know, the the day after Christmas, and man, dude, that was a uh, that was a that was a tough one to swallow. It was a not a uh, not a real uh, real cool thing that happened, man. The guy was a great family man and a fantastic, fantastic uh, in ring performer. And when he came to AEW as Brody Lee, you know, um, he was Luke Harper in WWE. But yeah, dude, just a uh, and they just released uh, AEW Unrestricted. Amanda Huber's wife, she came on and told the whole story, and I haven't, uh, I read the spark notes of it, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, that one's gonna be a hard one to listen to, but, man, it sucks, the guy was, a uh, the guy was great, and the day he died was the first time I'd done stand-up in a while, and I was up in Dubuque, and it ended up being a really, really good night, I mean, I bombed, um, you know, because he got that news, like, you know, 10, 15 minutes before we went on, but, uh, that night was, uh, was really, really good, um, afterwards so it was uh it was a it was a tough day and then you know the last day you find out mf doom dies and it's like what the fuck but he died on uh on halloween if you guys don't know who mf doom is dude man that's a that's a whole nother whole nother rabbit hole um to go down and maybe maybe i'm soon i'll dedicate a whole episode to uh to him and, and, and get deep into that because that the, he was such a weird cat and just an absolutely fantastic lyricist. Don't know what else to say. The guy was great. But, uh, yeah, other than that, I, uh, I did stand up a couple, uh, well, if you're hearing this about a week ago at, uh, at the Remick mansion and I got to open for Kyle Scanlon. Kyle's an absolutely phenomenal comic. He's a super good dude. I got asked on, like, Tuesday, uh, Schlichten goes, hey, you want to do five minutes for this guy? I think he'd, you and him would really click. So I was like, yeah, I'll do it. I'm not going to turn down a gig. And I actually had to go out of town the next, well, I was going to go out of town that night to uh, to go do a, uh, another little project that I'm uh, that I'm working on. And I don't know if uh, out there you guys have seen it yet. I don't actually know when that's, when everything we did is getting announced, but um, it might be if you're listening to this. Uh, I did a project with a bunch of a group of guys from Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. So if you don't know where Oconomowoc, Oconomowoc Wisconsin is, it's uh, just outside of uh, just outside of Milwaukee, like forty five minutes, and it was a, it was a group of uh, some of the most okayest dudes I've ever met. So I'm excited about that. It's gonna be uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of dumb shit that I've wanted to do that. You know, in, in talks with a guy, he was like, like, can we do this? Yeah, fuck yeah, that's funny. Wait, you really think that's funny? We, we, we can do that? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Can I take my shirt off? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I can't wait to sink this fucking project. <laughs> I was just like texting this dude ideas. And it was just like some absurd shit that I was like, this would be so fun to do. And then he texted me. He's like, yeah, that sounds like a fun idea. <laughs> okay. All right. Don't trust me too much. But um, anywho, more on that to come later. But uh, yeah, the gig I did was at Renwick Mansion. And uh, big shout out to Chris Schlichting for uh, for putting together Tom Foolery, Tom, Tom Foolery on Tremont. It's at the Renwick Mansion. It's a haunted, haunted mansion ran by uh, Dane and Sarah Moulton. Fantastic human beings they are. I was uh, I was so glad to do that show. We ended up doing two shows, and the seven thirty show was fantastic. You know they they set it up in this small room. Everything's socially distant distanced. You know everybody's wearing face masks, and we're doing uh, you know we're doing everything we can to to keep. Um, uh, keep regulated, you know, make sure no one catches COVID and whether you believe in that shit or not, staying six feet apart from anybody is not a bad idea, <laughs> no matter what. So, you know, not talking to anybody and I kind of like wearing face masks. Dude, be, you can't really tell how ugly I am. So it's pretty good. You know, got to fucking brush your teeth. You can be fucking drinking all the time. No one's going to smell shit on your breath. It's fucking great. <laughs> but I did the, uh, did the the show there, and there were some uh, fantastic comment or comics. Uh, Donnie Townsend, another local guy. He uh, he was on that show. Um, oh God, I'm spacing on the uh, the two cats' names. Uh, boyfriend and girlfriend that came up from Des Moines, um, and I, I forgot to write their names down because I didn't think I'd go this much into detail. But I get into it into this podcast. I'm like, mm, I might be running a little short on time. <laughs> um, Sid uh, Sid Walker. Jew Walker? Jew. <laughs> the way his name was spelled, you would have thought it was Jew Walker. <laughs> that was a little funny, uh, funny thing. He, uh, he runs Teehee's, um, Teehee's Comedy Club up in, up in Des Moines, and he was, uh, he was an absolute blast. And then Kyle was such a cool dude to get to talk to, you know, I, they said he's a Chicago comic. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I, uh, I'll bust out the Colt Cabana shirt, and, you know, Got to gotta play to the uh, headliner, you know. Hey, man, I don't know about Chicago. Give me on some more gigs, wink, wink. <laughs> and turns out he's he just lives in Chicago. Like, he's not from there. Like, he was wearing, like, all Carhartts. And at first, you know, I, I went up to him. I'm like, all right, this dude lives in the middle of Chicago, and he's rocking Carhartts. Like, come on, bro, how hipster are you? And then he started telling me where he's from. I go, oh, you're a fucking hillbilly. <laughs> you know, he's a super good dude. Man, super fucking funny. If you can go find him on... He's on uh, Instagram, and I'll put the link in there. Um, he's got some of his sets on YouTube, dude. He just fucking murdered. And just a super nice guy to hang out, talk to, like, real down to earth. Just, you know, he gets there, and he's, like, looking through his uh, notes, and you're like, dude, you're voted, like, funniest guy in Chicago. And he's still like, yeah, I'm just, like, a regular dude. And obviously... Um, trying to make a living doing comedy in this day and age is not easy, but yeah, he's a funny fucking dude. So I was, uh, I was super happy to do that show. And then, yeah, <laughs> ended up, uh, ended up not getting home until very late that night. I was just, it was so nice to be able to hang out with, with people once again. And I'm looking, I'm like, God damn, I gotta be in Milwaukee at like nine o'clock in the morning. I look down, it's two in the morning. I had no idea. Absolutely no idea. It just, it, it felt like it was maybe 11 you know, because the show got over at maybe 10. It just, it felt like an hour. <laughs> you look down, so. Yeah, that's what, uh, 
That's what I did. So I ended up being a little, little late ski. Just a little late. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, shit, dude. I, uh, I did something else pretty cool. I read a fucking book. Can you believe that? I read a whole book. I got the, uh, the Young Bucks book. If you don't know anything about the Young Bucks, man, it's uh, another episode I'd love to get deep into. I'd love to have the guys on here because, you know, this is just a uh, an incredibly gifted tag team that came up in. Uh, I guess the uh, I guess the era was. I mean, they you know they're both kind of my age, um, so it's cool going back and reading how they came up and just shit I remember, and I remember watching the story unfold because I was at the All In show that they put on and it eventually led to. Um, you know, their hustle of starting a YouTube series then led to them getting a big indie show, and now they run all elite wrestling on TNT. Like that—that th- that's fucking amazing. And they're they're up there competing with NXT, uh, a, a WWE brand. And at some point, they might be drawing better than Raw. It's man, they're giving the people what they want, but, uh, I read their, their book, it's called Killing the Business, I actually got it right here, and it's a, it's a very, very good read, so if you're not a pro wrestling fan, it's, it's easy to read, because they don't go too deep into shit where you wouldn't understand, but you also get to, you know, get to see how they come up, the struggle they had to go through, you know, fucking making 300 bucks a, a match, assuming they were booked, you know, and trying to fly across country, and, you know, struggles I had to go through being young, married kids or married. Yeah. Married kids and then having kids. But, um, yeah, I remember the, the, the hot topic thing unfolding, like when, uh, when hot topics started getting pro wrestling t-shirts in, and it was, it's a really incredible story. And I think there needs to be a whole lot, a whole hell of a lot more time dedicated to understanding how that has changed the, the wrestling business. Just my opinion. I mean, if you guys think I'm wrong, email me. StrangeStevieMo at gmail.com. I do, uh, I do want to start uh, addressing some of the things that have been popping up in the news lately. Uh, TMZ reported that there was a UFO above LA. When TMZ... <sighs> now... <clears throat> You know, when, uh, when, when you start hearing rumors about people dying, it's like, oh, no, 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 no way, no way. And, you, you know, unfortunately, a lot of pro wrestlers, that's how I find out how they died is, uh, you know, when TMZ finally reports it, you're like, oh, shit, dude, there's no way. And uh, TMZ fucking reported about uh, someone who got some very, very clear photos of a UFO hovering over L.A. Funny enough, I just went to talk <laughs> <laughs> talking about the Young Bucks, and now all of a sudden there's um, fucking spaceships. Dude, I'm looking at the photos, and I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, they look kind of clear, but, like, there's a bunch of shit. I mean, it looks like a... Ah, dude, I, I cannot sit here and say that this is the best fucking UFO footage I've ever seen. People are like, oh, man, it's crystal clear. Look at you tell it's a fucking mothership, blah, blah, Like, what the fuck? Like, there's a lot more glares on there, and it's like, dude, that looks like a fucking... <laughs> dude, that looks like a penny or, <laughs> like, a dime that had, like, a flash off it. You know, if a dime was on the dashboard and he, he took a picture and it's a reflection, like, of those old fucking Pontiacs that had the uh, HUD display. Like, that doesn't... That, that's, not, that's not a fucking spaceship, dude. I don't... I'm not seeing it. 
I don't know if this is some publicity because allegedly the government has about 90 days to explain to us what they know about aliens or else. Like, <laughs> like really? Or else what? Like, if you're the fucking general, like, I remember watching some alien documentary and the guy was like saying some president asked him, So what do you know about aliens? Like, what the fuck would I tell you? You're a temporary employee. <laughs> what the fuck? You know? That goes in that, that deep state. Like, there's guys that are just like, the president doesn't need to know this shit. He's only going to be in office for like four years. And you think about that. Man, that shit might be fucking true. Like, there are, guys, there are guys in the government that know way more than the presidents can ever find. Even if you had a three-term president. Like, they're not going to have the knowledge that, you know, the, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, clerk, the, uh, secretary to the general at Area 51 that, you know, he's been banging her behind his wife's back for years she knows so much more than <laughs> i don't know that that's a true thing but if it is i wouldn't that be amazing if i said that and then i got a cease and desist order from like the top general at the, i don't know how area 51 bases work clearly but then it'd be like hmm then i'm like oh, something's up something's up because i started hitting the nail on the head and you wanted me to shut that talk down why why you prove prove me wrong <laughs> show us everything you know no, fuck no. Sorry for that pop. That was disgusting. My bad. But dude, I don't, I don't believe in this. Uh, I don't believe this UFO in LA. Like, who, by the way, who in the fuck is still living in LA to see this shit? <laughs> maybe, maybe the aliens are finally like, hey, fuck, they stopped overcrowding that. You know, no one's out. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, dude, maybe this is the aliens checking in on us. Like they, you know, they're probably aware of the fucking there's a virus out there and they probably know it's not that bad because anything they could release, you know, like how they did during the Black Plague. If you want to look into that, look at what the Grim Reaper <laughs> in the sigh that they waved. That actually came from, the Grim Reaper came from the the Black Plague. Like, uh, if you look at ancient folklore, these creatures would come to the side, you know, edge of town, wave a giant stick, and then, uh, and then, yeah, the townspeople would get sick. I mean, could you imagine if we did have time travel and like some dudes got a hold of some got a hold of some time machines and they just took super soakers back and just soaked the fuck out of people with like fucking the bubonic plague? Like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck is wrong with these people? But uh no, maybe you know, maybe the aliens are just doing little flyovers. Just to, <laughs> just to just to see like, man, what the fuck? Where the fuck are all these people? Oh, they're all moving to Texas. Alright, they're gonna turn that state blue or red, whatever color you <laughs> <laughs> Whatever color isn't the one it currently is. No. Uh dude, this this UFO picture, I didn't I'm not I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I will tell you the story of the first time I saw a UFO. And I've told this on uh on some other uh, other platforms before, but um I remember I was hmm, I wanna say eleven or twelve. It's kinda hazy, right? In this in this time frame, but, um, it's a really cool story. My, uh, there used to be this, this auction that, you know, you go to as an Easter sales auction and fucking Chuck Long, so if you're an Iowa fan, you, you know exactly who that is. He used to, to run this. So, you know, they'd get a bunch of sports items and shit. And I remember one time my parents were there and I was hanging out at my cousin's house and I remember we got a phone call and they were like, Hey, you know, this is still landlines. So they're like, Go, both of you guys go 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 pick up the phone. And I was a big, big White Sox fan back in the day. Me and my cousin pick up the phone. 
and they were like, you know, my dad, <laughs> my, my mom uh, is trying to explain that my dad won these tickets to the Chicago White Sox game, but yeah, they were having a pretty good fucking time, so <laughs> I was like, mom, you're not making any sense. But, you know, me and my cousin, we just were like, oh, fuck, we're going to see the White Sox. Fuck yeah. And we were so excited about that. And literally a week later, I won free tickets because I did some, like, online poll. And they showed up wrapped in a napkin. So it was pretty cool. I ended up giving it to my cousin's brother. But, yeah, I wanted to go to a baseball game so bad. And I ended up, like, two weeks in a row, I could have gone to, you know, two different games. So, um I remember the I remember the game vividly. Funny enough, uh, I told this to uh, yeah, I think it was I think it was Mark Drury from Drury Outdoors because they had Jim Tomey, and I remember um, because he he hunts with them and uh, he was on Drury Outdoors for a little bit. But I told him you know about how pissed off I was at this game because uh, Jim Tomey ended up you know he was on the Cleveland Indians at this time, and he scorched like two fucking home runs just to bury the White Sox. My my very first major league game, my very first, you know, he fucking bombs these two home runs. I hated the guy for that. I fucking hated him. Well, you know, fast forward a few years later, if you find out Jim Tomey's one of the nicest human beings on the planet, and allegedly, if I I remember this correctly, it was because his um, his niece or nephew with uh, cerebral palsy, and I could be wrong on this, uh, was like, hey, could you hit a home run for me? And so he smacked fucking two out of the park. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm a little bit of an asshole. I uh, on accident, a lot of times on purpose. But anyway, that her uh, Megley Ordonez lost his glove in this game. So if anybody, anybody finds that game, I kind of want to go back and watch it. Um, but you know the game gets over and we're leaving Comiskey Park, and I got to start the long drive home. Well, we're in the minivan, and so it's my my dad, my uncle John, my cousin Ethan, and me. And yeah, I remember we're. We're driving home. I got to be somewhere on uh, somewhere on eighty, I'd assume. You know, because coming back through to the Quad Cities, um, there's a couple routes you can take, but it's this long stretch of highway. And I remember just kind of laying down. You know, my cousin was asleep, and my dad and Uncle John were talking. So I, and this is before iPads or anything. So you know, just <laughs> you just had to live off memories. You know, when you were you're a kid, you just had to. Figured out it was too dark to read anything. You know, I didn't have a Game Boy or anything like that, so I just was sitting there. So I decided to lay down and kind of looking up at the uh, at the stars, and I I noticed like there's a bright light moving. That's weird. I'm like looking at it, like what the fuck is that? And there's it's it's just kind of hovering there, and it's like moving around a little bit. And I'm like, I I tell my dad, I'm like dad, can you see that? And my uncle John are kind of looking at me, like, that's a little weird. And you know, it's just kind of hanging out there. And then pretty soon there is a second one that appears and it came from the other way and they're stopped. Like they, it came like next to it from across the sky and they, they look like, you know, stars at this point, but they're a little bit, um, you know, a little bit brighter. Like they're sticking out and they go to meet and they're just, they're just kind of sitting there for a second. And then one darts off across the sky like it it goes and you can just see it go you know across the uh, essentially the horizon gone it was the freakiest thing and then the other one just followed right after it (laughs) dude i'm 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 sitting there at 11 years old like man that had to be ufo and my dad's like freaking i was like what the fuck was that 
And uh, my Uncle John, who used to be in the Army, was like, yeah, that's, uh, like, I've seen shit like that before. Like, what? Now, apparently he, and then he started telling the story, and I, you know, I was still kind of freaked out. You know, I kind of sat in the back. I was just, I I didn't know what I saw. And, uh, you know, I could kind of hear him kind of telling the story. But uh, essentially what happened was he was deployed, and um, I don't know where he was, but he came out of the um, tent when I, I don't know if he, like, deployed, deployed. I think he was uh, stationed somewhere, I should say. And, uh, you know, he came out and looked up, and there was a UFO above their base, and they just took off. And I don't know if he, you know, had to go sign anything that if he saw something, I, I never never got into that, because I'm, I'm an 11-year-old kid who had just gotten so let down by his first ever, <laughs> first first real, real let down of uh, going to a, your first ball game with a team that you love, and they just get this shit beat out of them. <laughs> and your favorite player loses his glove. And then I just saw a UFO. Like, I wasn't, like, comprehending a whole hell of a lot at this point. So, but that's, a uh, God damn it, that was, that was weird. Um, and I haven't ever seen a UFO since. I mean, I, I'd always like to say I'd like to, but I really fucking don't. Because I'm, I, in the back of my mind, I am so afraid of getting abducted. Like, not like I don't, I'm, I'm afraid to get abducted because you know, I don't want a probe shoved up my ass or anything like that. I'm afraid to get abducted because... What if that interrupts my sleep schedule and I sleep through my alarm and I have to go lose my job because of it? Like, no <laughs> no one, no one's going to believe me if I fucking... I'm like, oh, dude, sorry, man, I, I overslept, but the fucking aliens didn't drop me off, you know, until like 6.30, bro. <laughs> they, they dropped me off five minutes after I was supposed to leave. I don't know what to fucking tell you. <laughs> you, you always hope that if you do that, you got a weird enough fucking boss and you get that one over on him once. You're like, eh, what else could I get away with? <laughs> Yeah, that's a, I guess the only, the only other weird thing I saw, I saw a, uh, um, so I think the Bears were in the Super Bowl and I was driving down because my uncle Mike lived down in Peoria. So that's about like an hour and a half south. And I wanted to drive down there because it was a Bears Super Bowl party. And, you know, I'm like, I was old enough to drive. So I wanted to just get that first road trip out. You know, I just wanted to be like, oh, dude, that's it. I'm fucking getting out on the road. Blah. <laughs> dumb idea, but anyway, I drove down there and kind of hung out. Yeah, you know, I didn't drink. I was you know, 16. I didn't start drinking for another year. <laughs> and uh, I remember like driving back and there's a, there's two stretches of highway. You know, my parents told me this is, like, this is they printed me out. <laughs> if you're going on road trips back in the day, I guess when I was 16. So this would have been 2005, 2006. This has been 2006. I'm not mistaken, 2007, I can't remember the exact year. We'd have to go to mapquest.com and print out the directions, and they always told me, like, hey, watch out for cops. Um, You can either take this lane, this road to go straight through Peoria, or you can take this road to go around. You know, it's a bypass, essentially. I have been for the bypass because I don't really want to go drive around where cops were and get, you know, pulled over that far away. You know, I I didn't know what could happen. Um, But, uh... But yeah, I ended up, um, ended up driving around the bike. I don't know, it's not 39 south, but I'm, I'm on this, you know, it's a highway, but it's kind of still desolate and, you know, pretty dark. And all of a sudden the side of my car just lit up and it was like bright. Like, you know, when it, when it's a thunderstorm out and it, it just, it's bright all of a sudden, except it was like that for a second. I'm like, what the, f-? and I look up in the sky and this thing is just bright as shit. It's 
going down. I'm like, what in the fuck? I pulled over. I, I had no idea what happened, and I'm just kind of looking over in the sky, and there's absolutely nothing. I'm like, that was weird. It was it it, it was very, very freaky, dude. <laughs> I'm a 16-year-old kid, you know, a million miles from home, and that shit happened. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? I finally got home. I guess I read in the paper the next day there was a, a meteor that... It got pretty close to Earth, but dude, it was it, it lit up the whole side of my car, and man, it was it was an insane thing. I gotta go find that article too, so you guys know I'm not lying. But yeah, I remember that vividly. Very weird, very odd. But I haven't seen anything that weird since. <laughs> Although when I did live out at uh, a buddy Doug's house, I remember one time I was tripping, and I'm not gonna say that, um, you know, that uh, cannabis wasn't involved. Because it probably wasn't. Because I probably would have thought a little bit cl- more clearly. But I remember, like, looking out on the deck. And he, you know, lived out in the country. And I'm, like, looking. I'm, like, dude, bro, what the fuck is that light? And it was a light that I'd never seen before. <clears throat> and, dude, I'm I'm freaking out about it. I'm, like, man, what the fuck is this? I'm, like, taking video of it. I'm, like, dude, this is not, this is something, something that's not right about this. I got my binos out. Like, I can't, I can't get a good view of it. I'm, like, what the fuck is this thing? I'm freaking the fuck out. I finally tell Doug, I'm like, Doug, look at this shit, dude. What the fuck is that light? And he goes, bro, that's the fucking cell tower. I go, no. I look at this motherfucker every day, and I've never seen that light before. And he goes, oh, yeah, it was probably burned out when he first moved in. <laughs> He's like, or they probably just turned it on solid. I'm like, no fucking way, no fucking way. And I get out there the next day, and yeah, sure shit. <laughs> you can kind of see the the top of it. But it was very weird because, you know, I'd, I'd been on that porch a handful of times, you know, just enjoying the enjoying the peace and quiet you know grilling out back there is you i never ever recognize his light <laughs> just, that's one one of them things man i don't know sometimes uh sometimes shit's just hidden in plain sight i don't, I don't know what to fucking tell you i don't know what to fucking tell myself sometimes if you see a light you know and that's the thing you know going back to this la ufo as good as our cameras are, dude, we are sure not picking up a whole lot of good shit. Like, everybody has got these fucking cameras and camera phones, and, you know, I don't care if you're Apple or Samsung, everyone's got a better, oh, my camera's better than yours, oh, mine's better like, dude, fuck, like, why are, the, why do we get such clear footage of, like, Nessie and, uh, you know, some of these other, like, UFO photos and like the the dead bodies of uh the aliens of roswell like why are those pictures so clear and they their cameras were dog shit you know they were a step above like the guy having to hold up that fucking <laughs> hold of that stick and then go under that cloth with that big ass camera and like where really it blows up a light bulb like these were they were they were closer to that that camera and getting those kind of footages than we are from those original footage, you know what I mean? So they're closer from the 50s to like the 1890s to about where we are. Like, we're, we're right there. Yeah, man, you know, we, we're not making that good progress. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, I just, I think that if you're going to get a cell phone, and I used to do this joke on stage where I'm like, dude, if you're going to get a cell phone with a good camera like that, you have to get some training. Because if you don't know how to use that camera... You know, if you Bigfoot can come out, fucking UFOs, or if there's like a fight that pops off, you know, and you get to film it for World Star, like you need to learn how to film this shit, okay? Because I'm not, I'm not trying to see some bullshit footage. You don't know how to film a fight, all right? 
turn it sideways, back up in case somebody gets knocked the fuck out. And you want to see him hit the ground. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Although there is, a, I guess the best footage that came out of a fight recently was the fucking t- uh, Twisted T footage. And the lady calling the match was fucking great, dude. <laughs> she was right on point. Whoever filmed that is... Uh, that's who needs to start giving lessons. So they need to they need to make money giving Zoom lessons on how to film shit that's about to pop off in a fucking Ohio gas station. Dude, they... <laughs> They, they absolutely need to. Like, there, there is no fucking reason that we couldn't have had multiple angles of that shit going on. Now, I know there's some people that want to live in the moment. Nobody knew that would be an iconic moment that some uh, <laughs> some stringy white dude was uh, going to use some racial slurs and get fucking the fucking brakes beat off him with a, a can of Twisted Tea. It was, it was amazing. I think the memes were almost as good as the video. <laughs> <laughs> I, still, I still go back and watch it. If I'm having a bad day, I go back and watch that shit. Like, oh yeah, this is fucking classic. Absolutely classic. That'd be my uh that'd be my suggestion. Guys, you get a you, you get a piece of equipment in your hand like an iPhone or a Samsung. Like fucking learn how to use it so I can get my dirt ball content while sitting at home. Like I don't want to have to go out and live to see some of this shit, right? I, I wanna be able to Sit in my room, scroll through and see all these fucking UFO videos, fight videos. I don't want to fucking have to go out and live to do this shit. But you guys are forcing me to, so that's <laughs> that's what it is. Anywho. I think uh I think that's gonna wrap it up for uh for this episode. Um yeah. We're starting to get there. We're starting to get there, getting a little stranger. Oh, believe me, that I've got some weird shit lined up and I I apologize we've been so far spaced out. I just We've got, uh, like I said, i got a couple projects in the works I keep telling you guys about. And then it's like two weeks go by and I'm like, okay, one of them's coming out. But uh, stay tuned for, for more shit because uh, I, I promise you there's going to be a lot more dumb shit coming down the line. And I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll have some uh, serious ones thrown in there. Like, you never know what you're going to get. Like, dude, I didn't, I've, got, uh, I've got a couple people lined up that I'm super excited about to get another great story like Bobby. Or... We're going to get way the fuck off the rails, and I'd love to have, like, George Nori on here. Like, that'd be fucking epic. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, guys. All right. Tune in next uh, next episode, and we'll, uh, we'll see where it goes from there. Remember, the Wu-Tang slang is mad fucking dangerous. Later. <laughs>